Hey, 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 it's so good to see you, even though I can't see you. It's another beautiful day in the neighborhood. My name is Kelvin Crosby, and I'm known as the Deaf Blind Potter, and you are here at the Perseverance Podcast, and this episode is Perseverance Through the Bible. If you're new to this podcast, once a month, I do an interview of a Perseverance story of a real human and get their inspirational story to encourage you to persevere through your challenges. In the last Friday of the month, I do the perseverance through the Bible, and I take individuals in the Bible, and I look at their story and how they persevere through their challenges. And this month, we're focused on Jonah. Jonah and the whale is a very popular story in the Bible. But what we're going to do today is we're going to look at his story, not necessarily the prophecies and all the other things that he did, but we're going to look at his character and see how we can use his challenges and see how we cannot make the same mistakes and live beyond them as well. So you ready to go on this journey with me? Let's do this! Persevering is what can allow you to overcome. But you have to find joy in the pain that you live with. It's not going to be easy. But the reward and the character that you will build in persevering through your challenges will be so rewarding. It will give you so much Are you ready to persevere through your challenges? Let's do this. So we're here with Jonah. And when you look at Jonah in the Bible, people think, oh, he didn't follow God's command. And he got swallowed up by the big fish. And he was spit out three days later. And then when he told them that what they were doing was so evil. And they listened to him. And then... Jonah wasn't very happy, and he was under a tree, and the tree withered, and next thing you know, Jonah's not very happy and complaining, and we're going to deal with a lot of complaining situations, because that's what, through the whole book of Jonah, is him complaining. Here's our first topic of the day. Let's read Jonah 1, 1 through 3. Now the word of the Lord came to Jonah, the son of Amittai, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, the great city, and preach against it, for their wickedness has come up before me. But Jonah rose up to flee to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. He went down to Joppa and found a ship going to Tarshish, so he paid its fare and went down into it to go with them to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. Don't you just want to scream at Jonah? Don't do it! Don't go on the ship. (laughs) How often in our lives, when God clearly tells us what to do, that we go and do our own thing, making our perseverance even more challenging. Because now we have to backtrack and start over. So Jono's initial response is 
I don't agree with you, God. And he gets thrown over the boat and having to then spend three days in the whale's belly and get barfed up onto the ocean shore. You're going to have to go backwards and return to where the problem is to persevere in the situation that you are in. Just like Jonah had, because he decided to go on his journey and do his own thing, making it more challenging for him to do what God is calling him to do, and that is to go prophesy to his enemies. I'm going to ask you a question right now. Are you running away from what God is telling you to do because you don't want to do it? I want you to take a second and think about that. Because I know I've been in situations in my life where I made decisions on my own and I've had to go backwards because I didn't follow God's plan for my life. You might ask, well, what is God's plan for my life? The first thing in God's plan in your life is to build a relationship with Him. Because when you build a relationship with Him, then that makes it very clear in what you're supposed to do. It's not easy, but it is the most rewarding relationship you'll ever have on this planet. And it's a relationship that you will take into eternity. In this case, Jonah did not trust God, didn't want to believe in what God was saying to him. He did not want any of it. This is why I'm asking you, are you running away from a problem in your life? Because just know, you're still going to have to persevere somewhere in this journey, in this time of life that we are on this earth. And you're going to have to face it. So you have a choice to either face it now or face it few weeks, months, years from now. But you're going to have to still face the problem. Personally, I'd rather face the problem now and get it over with so I can keep moving forward in the right direction. But just like Jonah, he didn't do that. As you will read through this chapter, you will find Jonah repenting for his sins. Saying, God, forgive me, forgive me, forgive me for rebelling against you. I want to encourage you right now, in this season in your life, if you are currently rebelling against what God is calling you to do, against what you know is right, just take a moment, fall to your knees and repent. Because there's nothing more purifying than repenting for your sins, your pain that you have put on yourself, and giving it all over to him. You say, Calvin, how can I do that? What does that mean when I give it over to him? And I want to say it's a daily practice. Continuing to give your life to Jesus himself, the almighty God himself. Because when you practice your surrendering daily, that means you are actively building a relationship with God, you are repenting of the things that is not of God, and three, it's helping you build a confidence in this relationship with God. In return, it allows you to live this perseverance life in your current life now. This doesn't happen overnight, 
But I tell you, when you start the process, you just keep going. Even if you fall, you just keep going. Because all you need is just a little time with God and he'll take care of the rest. Here's Jonah 4, 1 through 3. But it displeased Jonah exceedingly, and he was angry. He prayed to the Lord and said, Please, Lord, wasn't this what I said when I was still in my own country? Therefore I hurried to flee to Tarshish, for I knew that you are a gracious God and merciful, slow to anger and abundant in loving kindness. Therefore now, Lord, take, I beg you, my life from me, for it is better for me to die than to live. This is after Jonah has arrived to Nineveh and told them all about what they are doing is wicked and what God's going to do is strike them down and destroy them all. At this point, this is Jonah saying to God, he's not happy with God for what God showed his mercy and grace to Nineveh and saved them from the wrath of what God was going to do upon the country. And Jonah was not happy about this. Are there times in your life when God is calling you you to do something and you had the results in your mind and what it was supposed to be and how it was supposed to be done, but God had a different plan in what this was going to look like? A lot of times what our human brain has imagined and come up with is not necessarily what God has planned for us. And the same thing here with Jonah, when he went and prophesied and said exactly what God told him to say. Jonah had an expectation of what was supposed to happen. Right now, I'm going through something in my life where I have an expectation of what God wanted me to do in this business opportunity that I have before me. But I'm also realizing I'm not going to be like Jonah in this. Where I'm going to be demanding that it's the way God gave it to me. In this case, I'm taking a moment, stepping back and looking at it and saying, God, use me as you see fit. It's not easy. Because honestly, I need this deal. But when I put it in God's hands, everything changes. Everything has a different perspective. And if God does exactly what he needs this situation to do, and the end result really does come, I'm going to be in a good spot. So this is my question to you. Even though you might be following God's plan, are you taking God's plan and making it your own? Or are you taking God's plan and wanting God to make his plan your own, and then you have expectations of what it's supposed to look like? Because just like Jonah, you don't want to make the mistake of having your expectations be what the demand is that you want God to do. But God works in many ways. He does things in bigger scales than we ever can imagine. A lot of times, you and I are only one part of the big plan of what God has. Meaning... You just need to do your part, stay true to it, obey it, don't argue with it, and God's going to show you what he wants out of it for you. Don't be like Jonah in this situation where he's mad at God because he did what God wanted him to do, 
And he wanted to see the punishment done to his enemies. But that never came. And now let's take a look at this next section. Where Jonah even goes farther deeper into this anger with God. And God puts him in his place. And tells him, you weren't thinking straight. Here Jonah 4, 5 through 9. Then Jonah went out of the city and sat on the east side of the city, and there made himself a booth, and sat under it in the shade, until he might see what would become of the city. The Lord God prepared a vine, and made it to come up over Jonah, that it might be a shade over his head, to deliver him from his discomfort. So Jonah was exceedingly glad because of the vine. But God prepared a worm at dawn the next day, and it chewed on the vine so that it withered. It happened, when the sun arose, that God prepared a sultry east wind, and the sun beat on Jonah's head so that he fainted, and requested for himself that he might die, and said, It is better for me to die than to live. God said to Jonah, Is it right for you to be angry about the vine? Is it right for you to be angry about what's happening in your life? It's an interesting question. God can provide the shade for you. But the question is, are you fighting God's shade and protection for you? Jonah, in this situation, was still very determined to see God destroy Nineveh. But God gave him a a clear example, saying, I'm a merciful God. I'm a gracious God. I am a God that loves And that's exactly what God did in this example with Jonah. Provided him with the shade that was peaceful and wonderful. But when Jonah turned on God himself, God's like, Alright, you forget the power that I have on this earth. You forget I control the winds, the air, the waters, the earthquakes. The mountains. I control it all. And you're having a pity party because I didn't do what you thought I should do. Do you look a certain way that you're like, I don't like this? Do you have something, an element in your body that affects you from doing things that you wish you could do? Are you struggling with blindness, deafness? Being elderly, dealing with cancer, all these things, God can provide the shelter for you. But immediately when you go to attack him, knowing that he knows what's best for you, is when you are in a dangerous situation. Because God will destroy your covering to teach you a lesson. So that way you didn't have to suffer more to fall in love with him more just fall in love with him where you're at today so that your suffering doesn't have to get more because your suffering can be a lot more than what you already have we don't realize God has a plan and when he has a plan for your life and we don't necessarily agree with it will he take your shade away and allow your son to scorch you and make you pass out. Because what he wants you to do. Is to surrender your whole life to him. 
and trust in Him fully and be obedient to what He wants to do in your life and use you to further His plan. Part of persevering in your life is knowing that your life is not your own. Your life is God's. It is God Himself. Your life is at the cross where Jesus died and rose again on the third day because He took away the pain and the suffering. In this case with Jonah, I don't want you to fight with God saying, God, why do I have to have a plan that I wanted and you didn't do what I wanted it to do? That's not part of persevering. Persevering is enjoying the struggles that you're in, moving forward in the pain with perseverance, having the shelter of God himself, the Holy Spirit, and his Son over you, You riding with him through the journey that you are in. So that way you're building a character in you that has full trust and hope in Christ. In God himself. In the case of Jonah, he believed in God. He trusted God. But he still had his selfish desires. And I'm going to encourage you. Put your selfish desires away. And turn to him so that way you're always under his covering. So that your tree that God is providing for you doesn't wither away. Allow God to be your comforter. Allow God to provide the things in your life to make your life as fruitful and plentiful as possible. Jonah, he complained a lot. He did not like what God was calling him to do. He did it. And he faced a lot of scrutiny for it too. So my encouragement for you today. As we wrap up. Is to look at where you are today. And say God I want your covering over my life. I want to make sure I am following your plan. And not arguing with you with what is right in your eyes. It helped me to have the relationship daily so that way you and I can build a relationship that helps me persevere in my life daily. Like I always say after every podcast, go live beyond your challenges and I'll see you in two weeks. Now you're ready to persevere for your challenges today. Thank you for joining me on the Persevering Podcast. If you'd like to get a hold of me, you can email me at kelvin at perseveringpodcast.com. You can also follow me on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at DeafBlindPotter. If you'd like to buy some merch or some DeafBlindPotter pieces, you can go to deafblindpotter.com. Please give us a five-star rating and subscribe to the Persevering Podcast so you don't miss an episode. That way, you and I can continue living beyond our challenges and persevering through them too.